The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. Now live from the Pirate Radio studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast featuring the ECU Players Lounge. On today's podcast, we'll talk to ECU baseball players CJ Mayhew, Zach Agnos, Bryson Worrell, and Ryder Giles. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast starts right now. Joining us here first today from East Carolina Baseball, the hero from Friday night, C.J. Mayhew, coming off uh, one of the best performances in East Carolina baseball history. Also alongside Zach Agnos, who usually gets a segment to his own, but we're teaming you guys up today. How are we doing, fellas? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great. I'm doing good. Uh, thanks for having us on. Yes, sir. And C.J., how about that? Yeah, <laughs> man, Not, man of many words. Nine <laughs> innings of hitless baseball, and you don't get the no-no win because the game goes into extra innings. But I don't know what, what's going through your brain uh, when you're tossing all those hitless innings on Friday night. Uh, not not much really. Uh, I didn't really notice it until later in the game, probably the eighth, seventh, or eighth. But um, yeah, I mean. I was just hoping we'd win. <laughs> <laughs> so you went four perfect innings the previous start. Yeah. And uh, the fifth inning, I think you hit a guy, gave up a hit, yep. and then, then we're taken out. That has to be your longest uh, outing of your career here at East Carolina <laughs> by far. <laughs> and then uh, how many pitches? 101 pitches. Yeah. yeah. What, were you – so after that nine hitless and your team goes back out and uh, you guys still don't have a lead at that point to go to extra innings, did you want to – go back in like what was that conversation like uh yeah i mean uh i i was told when we uh when i came back in after the night uh that i was done uh i mean i I told okay i felt good but uh i mean it was probably the smart choice it was the most off their own since i've been here so zach uh out in the field is that you're excited for your guy but are you kind of bored out there nothing's really happening uh no because you never know what you're going to get with CJ because usually, like when he pitches, there's like when he's pitching at home, like there's a lot of people, a lot of noise when something happens, and you can hear everything that he says. And I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a fly ball behind the first baseman, and all you hear is CJ, someone call it, someone call it, call it, call it, star, star, screaming from the mound. And then the next inning, this dude, uh, this dude like hits one off the end of the bat to me. And I go back a little bit, and because I thought it was harder, and he was screaming on me. I was like, "Come on, Z, get it, Z, come on, come on!" And as I'm throwing, I was like, "Relax, CJ, like, come on, dude." But no, it was, it was super fun. It was easy to play behind because he's work. You know, I mean, he works so fast. We talked about that yeah, last week, right? Just, uh, Cooch, CJ, you like guys that, yeah, that work fast. It's on the mound. So easy to it's so easy to play defense behind them. And uh, you guys end up getting it done and uh, scoring four in the 13th. Pirates win it Friday night, 4-1. to one. So, I don't know, CJ, does it set in, like, what exactly you did the other night? Uh, nine innings, no hits? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it set in. <laughs> I feel like Zach would be holding his own press conference. You're just like, eh, that was kind of cool. I can speak for CJ. If you need Could me. you be his spokesman, please? Um, CJ doesn't like to talk about stuff like that. He does well. Yeah. So uh, I definitely think it set in. Like after, I mean, during the game, he was definitely like, "Come on, gotta win, gotta win, gotta win." But I think when he got back to the hotel, like 
Um, did we eat dinner together? Did everybody eat dinner down there, or did we take it up to the room? No. Yeah, we ate together. Yeah, we ate together. Yeah. But I think everybody was, that was kind of the buzz around the room. Yeah. So I think CJ realized it then. What's your role as a good teammate in a no-hitter situation, Zach? What What are you doing? <laughs> are you talking about it? Are you oh, ag- I, no, ignoring I, him completely? No, 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 no. I mean, I can approach CJ. Like, I, I try not to. I try to let him do his own thing. But I kept coming in the dugout after the third fourth fifth sixth seventh eighth ninth tenth eleventh twelfth all the way up until he scored <laughs> and i said we got to pick the pitchers up I, well yeah. it originally started with cj i was like got to pick cj up got to pick him up he's pitching his you know what off and then spivey and so on but um yeah i definitely didn't talk about it that's the one rule that i can't that i will not break a weird stat line from agnos although kind of typical you you had three walks three so that's walks. good but over four seven at bats in yeah. that game but you're able to get on base three times what was their guy doing zach that was keeping you all off he, balance? he okay i don't want to get too technical he had a really good fastball and could move it around the plate um and his fastball's only read about 90 to 91 on the radar gun but it looked like it was like 95 96 and he could throw a changeup in any count, a breaking ball in any count. So, like, you didn't know what was coming in any count. So, he kept us on our toes really well. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we have a good enough offense where we can handle that. But, you know, tip of the cap to him. Made up for it on the 13th and certainly the next two days, piling up the runs to get the sweep over Memphis. CJ, what was working so well for you on Friday night? Uh, I was moving the first couple innings. It was uh, moving my fastball around. Uh like I, I told uh, told our pitching coach, uh, I think the first three or four innings, uh, my fastball, I really wasn't locating it as as much as I wanted to. Uh, so I was living off the changeup for them first couple innings, and then after that, I kind of settled in a little better, and then started moving the. Uh, I got to where I could put my fastball in in a way, and then uh, just uh, throwing a changeup off that. And uh, I don't know what's that like, guys. And Zach, you can speak to this as a pitcher too, where your your fastball, one of your pitches, just isn't working. You have to grind through it, but then you can find it later. Like, does that happen often for you guys on the mound? Well, I only get about one inning out of. <laughs> you don't time. really have time yeah, for that to happen. Do you? I don't. I want. I want. I want to. I want to have some time, <laughs> yeah. but uh, in my in consideration of my health, Coach Galvin does not let me extend, which I appreciate, <laughs> yeah. but. How about for you, CJ? Is this one of those things that uh, maybe it's missing early on, but you can eventually find it? Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, it's better if, for me. It's it's harder to make it in, but like during an inning when you're uh, when one of your pitches you feel like is not on. But uh, when I come in the dugout, it's uh, I kind of sit down and just think about it a little bit, kind of uh, not not necessarily like what I'm doing wrong, but just kind of like visualizing like if I'm missing. I'm trying to go inside to a guy and I keep missing over the plate or away, just kind of visualizing the the fastballs that I'm throwing in. I'm, I'm going to get them in, and uh, that kind of helps when I go back out there. Talking to C.J. Mayhew, Zach Agnos on the Delcor Players Lounge, so you get those four in the 13th, and then how nice was it to go ahead and get one in the first, two in the second on Saturday to kind of say, all right, let's go ahead and break the seal early today. Felt like it lifted a monkey off the back, that's for sure. Um but that first inning was just like our classic baseball, you know. I let off with a double. Hoover moved me over. Bryson gets me in. Just like that. Three batters, simple. And, um, you know, that their Saturday pitcher was actually really good. Like, I know his numbers weren't that good, but threw about 92, 94 miles an hour, and he had could throw a breaking ball. So, it wasn't a fun dude to face, but we just grinded it out. And then uh, 15 on Sunday, a lot of those coming late in the game. So, 
insurance runs are, are key right and uh, you guys got plenty of those in the eighth and ninth on sunday yeah one of them came off a double of my bed that i smoked which barely oh, made yeah, it out of yeah. the infield <laughs> i i'm not kidding you i hit it off the end of the bat and it was rolling down it literally hit the grass on the foul territory side of the first baseline spun back bounced over the bag got a double off of it yeah it's the craziest thing Most beautiful in the box score, oh, right? it's a nice it two-bagger in the box score. And four RBIs on the day for Zach Agnos in the win. So East Carolina now sitting at 14-4 and four in the American. Two series left to go. Still some work to do because Houston's still on the schedule, and you guys will play them, USF, coming up first. But right now, uh, you talk about your goals being ahead of you. Uh, you've got a regular season title that uh, you, you control your own destiny there. And then, of course, the postseason as well. So you you got to be happy where you're sitting right now. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm sit- we're sitting pretty good right now. Uh, you know, we talked about when conference started, just winning every series. And um, if we do that, I mean, we'll, we'll be on top at the end. But, uh, yeah, right now we're sitting <clears throat> good. And, I mean, we control we control our own destiny. And uh, you got another midweek home game coming up against Duke, so uh, in-state battle. And uh, Zach, you've had quite a few battles with those guys over the years. Yeah, the, and they always are a different team the second time we play them. Usually, like I remember last year, we played them twice. Do yeah, we played them twice. Once away, one yeah. home, and they're a completely different team the second game. And I mean, you saw how hot they got at the end of the season. And um, I'm not. Sure, they made a regional last year, didn't they? They did. Yeah, they did. I think they won their, con- their conference. Yeah. Yeah, because they ended up winning the conference championship, beating State. So that tells you how hot they mm-hmm. were. So, um, you know, they're going to give us their best shot, and we're going to give them our best shot. So it's going to be a fun game. CJ, after throwing uh, 101 on Friday, you know, how was the arm this weekend? How's it doing today? Are you ready to go? Yeah, uh, I, I took uh, yesterday off. I threw Saturday, took Sunday off, uh, threw, uh, threw a little bit today, and uh, probably – yeah, I mean, I feel good. All right. Good to see either one of you guys, perhaps, tomorrow yep. on a Tuesday on the mound. Not him. Not him? <laughs> Not him, no. All right. Me? Possibly. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> hopefully hopefully, I'll be able to stretch out. If I don't have my feel for my fastball, I'll be able to find it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you only get seven pitches, so make yeah. it easy. <laughs> All right, uh, guys, I do have some more questions. Great. Oh, nice. This is the best. A lot of food-related questions this week. Mm, I'm hungry, yeah. so this might be... Yeah. But uh, well, we'll start with this one. Uh, what's your favorite late night munchie from Jerry? Ooh. Mm. I already asked your favorite snacks, but how about late night? Um, you know, down here, I don't really have a lot of uh, food choices because I'm a little lazy with the grocery department. So <laughs> um, I got some candy. I usually just nibble on candy when it's late at night. Or I'll have like, a, oh, you know what? I take that back. I have these little frozen burritos. Uh, <laughs> CJ hates when I cook them. Well, don't even cook them. I just throw them in the microwave because it stinks up the house a little bit. But they're good. They're good. I enjoy them. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, how about you, CJ? Uh, I um, what's them uh, Nutella? Uh, oh yeah, little Nutella dip thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's your go-to. Yeah. What's your uh, favorite cookout milkshake from Ryan? Oh, strawberry. I'm very bland, so no. I'll say mint chocolate chip. I like theirs; they're just good. All right. Uh, Steve says well, CJ is a little more southern than Zach. Is a banana sandwich made with mayo or peanut butter? <laughs> mayo. All right. 
Yeah, I figure. Wait, I agree with him. As Wait, a North Carolinian. I mean, I've had a sandwich with peanut butter and bananas on it, and I liked it. Is that the same thing? I guess your answer would be peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, is that the same thing? What's, ma- what's on a mayo sandwich? Well, no, is, so this or, says, is a banana sandwich made with mayo or peanut butter? If you had to pick, I guess, a... Oh, peanut butter. No. Yeah, but we know <laughs> it's mayo. mayo. That actually sounds foul. That sounds like him. <laughs> that sounds like him putting salt on his watermelon. That's gross. Ah, that's the yeah. thing, man. That's watermelon. You city apple. slickers don't understand <laughs> what we're doing down here. <laughs> I do, but it's just salt. Like that ruins the sweetness of it. Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, Redbeard asked, "Does pineapple belong on pizza?" No. Nah. No. No. Right. no. Well, uh, no. This is a good one here. Uh, this will make you hungry, too. Mike P. says, rank these buffets. So there's four. Okay. Uh, Chinese, breakfast, pizza, and traditional, which he says is like Golden Corral, which I guess is Chinese goes. pizza, breakfast, Golden Corral. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's coming in number? This is tough, man. Yeah, it kind of depends on the mood. No, nah, I'm Chinese going number one. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say... Uh, I'm a big breakfast guy. So All right. I, breakfast is a hard fourth place for me. I hate <laughs> breakfast food. All right. Uh, uh, and then pizza and Golden pizza, Corral coming pizza in. Pizza two, Golden yeah. Corral okay. three. Yeah. I'd say Golden Corral second. Okay. I haven't been to Golden Corral since I was like four. Yeah. It's, I, pro- it's the same exact as it. It's always there, been. There's like, isn't there, didn't they just <clears throat> renovate it down, down the street in here? Yeah. 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 I need to go hit that up tonight. Still the same. Uh, Tony says, what's your one food take that would get you roasted? Well, it sounds like Zach roasts all of CJ's food takes. But uh, I don't know. Does that does like, anything come to mind? Like Liver mush. Oh, like, liver mush. <laughs> something you like or dislike that the majority of people... I hate dis- chocolate, so... Hmm. But I also do love pretzels and ranch. What? It's so good. Wow. Yeah. I've never even thought of that kind. Like hard pretzels? Yes. Like, huh. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I mean, everybody I talk to down here, they don't, they, they don't know what liver mush is. So. I, I've heard of it. I don't even know what it is. What is that? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I couldn't tell you what it is, <laughs> but I know back home, well, I, th- I think it's only like. Don't you have a liver mush festival back home? Yeah, we got said? a liver mush festival back home. <laughs> Where's back home again? Shelby. Okay. Yeah, we uh. Is that the same thing as liver pudding? No, no, it's it's completely different. Okay. <laughs> it's almost. Uh, is it like the what they sell it in like a square? Yeah, yeah, like a rectangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. If that's what it is, that is the grossest yeah, stuff on earth. Thank you. No. And it, I'm a southerner, it, and that's the grossest stuff on, on I mean, earth. Back home, you just that stick is, a fork in it. Back home, <laughs> just we gotta eat like yeah. Back home, that that is the go-to. Everybody eats. I see it on a biscuit. Yeah, there. Right, yeah. You eat it on a biscuit with a little bit of mustard. <laughs> All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Mustard. Don't, don't, not don't a tell, mustard guy. Don't tell me you put mustard on watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you were to give up baseball and join the WWE, what would be your signature move? <laughs> Zach, you've wrestled brothers your entire life. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have any go-to moves? CJ, have you thought? Or maybe your all-time favorite finisher. I don't know. I mean, of course, you know the John Cena, but I, yeah. I would never do that. Yeah. I would do like a. I like the uh, the Batista slam. Okay. Uh, was that a spine buster or, no, or a power bomb? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> what I used to do to Jake is I would 
pin his arms down with my knees and start smacking him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I don't know what we call that. That's uh, the Zach Smack. (laughs) Zach Smack. Smack nose. Uh, Brady says, would you rather fight one gorilla-sized chicken or ten chicken-sized gorillas? Oh, I'm doing ten gorilla-sized chickens. No. Yes, chickens. Ten chicken-sized gorillas. (laughs) A big old chicken. (laughs) I'm just thinking about what she said that you do with chickens back home. Hey, you, you... <laughs> Nothing. Do we need would, to hear this? No. no. It's no. You know? But maybe off air. Yeah. But but the thing is, chickens they like they'll peck you, and if it's the size of a gorilla, that's going through you. That's what I'm saying. I would do the gorilla. Yeah, the ten little. Yeah. yeah what are you gonna do? You can just punt them. Yeah. 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 They can jump though, right? I mean, a, a chicken that probably big. strong too. It'll, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No, you you're not getting out of that one. So which one of y'all y'all are going with the, the chicken sized gorillas? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's see. Uh Mike says who snores the loudest on bus rides? I really don't think anybody snores. I don't think nobody snores on the bus rides, but Josh Gross has to be the loudest. No, I mean this weekend I room with uh Jake Hunter <laughs> and it, he might have been the loudest <laughs> loudest snore. I, I mean it, it sometimes it like it kind of made me like made my heart skip a beat a little bit. I was jump like uh, he would wake you up. Yeah, it would. Holy wake, crap. I mean, it would scare me a little bit. But uh, <clears throat> I told him the next day, and he said that's why he always lets me fall asleep first. Uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah, Charlie nice. Charlie Hodges said I was snoring this weekend. I had no idea, and I figured it out because I fell asleep like on my back, and my chin was kind of down, so I was like. <clears throat> Like just getting caught in my throat. So So was I, that Thursday night, CJ? No, Friday night. Okay. Well so now well, I was gonna say if it was before your performance, he's have to do that every yeah, every night. Every, every before every you night. pitch. But all right, anyway. All right, well those are the questions this week. Uh gentlemen, we got Duke coming up on Tuesday and then USF. You guys like playing USF, right? That might have uh, been the guys before y'all that uh like the Packard and crew. So they used to talk so much junk. Oh yeah! All I remember was I remember watching Gavin tell Duty get back in the box. He yeah. hit a ball off the scoreboard. Oh, <laughs> I do remember that. Actually, um, I don't know. They they're always they always play us really tough. And they're I feel like team. they were pretty good then. They've taken maybe a bit of a step back, but well, last yeah. year they made they it played to super. St- I tried. They played yeah. us tough last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we split with them mm-hmm. two and two. Should be some good games coming for up sure. this weekend for sure. All right, uh, guys, thanks for joining us. That was fun as always. Yes, sir. And keep up the great work. Thanks, Clip. Thanks for having us. us. Yes, sir. Pirate pitcher, infielder, Ryder Giles. He joins us here on a Monday. Ryder, good to see you again. How you doing? What's good? What's going on? A lot of pirate wins are going on. (laughs) That's right. So uh, let's keep that rolling. That's right. We'll start with the AAC pitcher of the week because you just mentioned him before we went on the the air. CJ Mayhew, nine hitless innings for East Carolina and a crazy one Friday night. You guys are able to finally win it in the 13th. But what's it like uh, sitting in the dugout, being on the field for that one, uh, Ryder? That's a, that's a, it's a weird one because your guy's doing awesome, and you can't touch the other guy. Right. Yeah, we um, – well, when there's a no-hitter, obviously you don't want to talk about it. But uh, we've made sure to 
make it known that their guy had a no hitter in our right. dugout, trying to you know jinx his. But um, it was a lot of staying away from Mayhew, um, you know, not not talking to him, not not doing anything to, you know, ruin the the vibe he had going. But um, man, he was awesome, and it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I hate he uh, didn't even get the win, or you know, yeah. the you know the no hitter, and obviously, you know. It's a no hitter in my book, but you know, obviously, my book doesn't really count for anything. So. <laughs> and then you guys had a lot of chances in that game to break through, uh, leaving guys on. It finally happened in the thirteenth. Ben Newton breaks the seal, but all those chances before that, Ryder. I mean, how many times did you think or say out loud, "All right, this is it. This is the inning," and it just it never happened for whatever reason. About nine times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, Man, it was tough, but um, I made sure to uh, you know give the hitters a hard time. Oh, because you're a pitcher now. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, uh, Zach told us was it last week or two weeks ago how you've really changed your attitude on pitchers. And- Zach's full of it because uh, <laughs> Coach G even texted me. He was like, "Well, I vividly remember you picking up balls whenever you played shortstop." So Zach's just you know he's he's full of it, trying to you know stir. I don't know. I don't think he's trying to stir anything up, but uh, you know he. <laughs> Trying to make for good radio, maybe. Yeah, well, we appreciate that. Yeah. I guess, even well, if it's not one hundred percent factual. Yeah. Fake, so fake news. Ryder does not think he's above anyone now that he's a starting no. a weekend starting pitcher. No, absolutely not. All right, good deal. Uh, Ryder, you go three innings on Saturday. Uh, I like the word they use: uh, scattered five hits. Is yeah. that a good word to use? Yeah, it was. Um, I, I mean, I don't think maybe one or two of them were hit hard, but. Uh-huh. The other ones, I was like, man, that kind of unfortunate, but yeah, it happens. Know. It happens. Yeah, no strikeouts, one walk. Yeah, you want to see more K's, but that tells you you're uh, pitching a contact, getting out. Right? Yeah, I mean, no earned runs. I mean, it was, I mean, I, not my best, but I didn't think it was, you know, egregiously terrible. <laughs> hey, that's what you want to avoid, being <laughs> egregiously terrible. Yeah, you know, a four spot in the first <clears throat> is, you know, obviously something you want to stay away from. So that was a, that was a plus not doing that. <laughs> and we, we talked about it with uh, with Zach a moment ago, getting off to a good start on Saturday after going mm-hmm. all those innings without scoring on Friday. But, man, that had to make you and, and the rest of the team feel good to get one in the first, two in the second there. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you can, especially on the road, whenever you're hitting first, you can put up that first one. Um you know, it just sets the tone for the whole game, and uh, obviously you, you feel better pitching with the lead. So, um, you know, credit to the offense kind of flipping the switch from uh, Friday night and then, you know, coming out and putting up uh, one in the first and then, like, I think uh, three more in the first four or five innings, something like that. So they did, they did a great job. Back-to-back sweeps coming off, losing three out of four, uh, two to two lane, and then a midweek game against NC State. Does anything feel different these last six games? Or, you know, you guys, it's just kind of what you deserve. You're, you're putting in the work each and every day, and, and you're getting the results you want. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Zach said something today. We, um, we got our uh, music back in the locker room. And uh, since then we've been we've went six and zero. So Zach hmm. Zach's gonna say it's the music, but um, I don't know. I mean we've uh, you know we're uh, we're in control of our own destiny right now in the conference, and you know if we if we take care of business, then um, you know we're right where we want to be conference wise. And um, you know Duke's starting to, starting to heat up a little bit, and then obviously Campbell's um, you know a, a sneaky team too. So. Um, 
we got some good ones left and uh you know hopefully carry that momentum into the postseason and man i don't know how much you follow this i mention it every now and then on mondays but the live rpi for east carolina right now 37 so that's jumped up nearly yeah. 20 spots in the last yeah. couple of weeks so uh you're getting wins and it, and also that number is helped by your opponents from earlier this year and them playing right. well so it's almost like you're you're getting an added bonus for playing a tough schedule this year right yeah you, you kind of cheer for those teams you've played earlier you know pull for carolina to win and virginia tech all those teams um you know hopefully make you look a little bit better yeah talking to Ryder giles here inside the pirate radio studios east carolina coming off uh, another sweep and uh, usf coming up next in conference play houston to wrap it up so you said you control your own destiny it's not decided yet because houston still up there in the standings you got a three-game series with them but you guys have put yourself in a tremendous spot 14 and 4 great record to have in conference play yeah um i mean for sure and uh you know you know, we get to finish out with Houston, and, and we know they're going to come in and uh, be ready to go because they're the, you know, the the team right behind us in the conference right now. But uh, South Florida, they're they're a sneaky team too. Like they can, you know, they can score a lot and get hot at the right time. I m- remember last year they, uh, I think they were like five hundred going into the conference tournament, and then won it and won the regional at Florida. So they're uh, they're nobody to uh, sleep on either. Still uh, waiting to see, uh, you know, what's going on with Jake Kuchmaner. You hope to get him back, and but health wise, are you you feeling pretty good right now? You and, and as a team heading down this stretch. Yeah, I mean, it, we're starting to get towards that uh, that point where everybody's body's a little sore, and um, you know, you just gotta with school being out, you gotta make an extra effort to uh, you know get some treatment and take care of your body, and you know whatever everybody's different so whether it's stretching more or you know um maybe not throwing as much kind of whatever you need to do to to feel good and ready to go how are your um glass ankles that have been talked about in the past <laughs> you, you've been uh off your ankles some i guess yeah. uh, not being as short as much so yeah. is the old man feeling in pretty good health these days maybe outside of the arm here's the thing i yeah knock on wood i've not twisted it yet this year so oh um you know, I hope we didn't just go down. Let's a, delete uh, that. Let's edit path. that out. Yeah. So I was trying to stay away from that. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but I mean, if it happens this week, I'm I'm coming I'm coming back to you next week. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We probably just cancel the show. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, pirate fans will be upset uh, with us uh, for that one for sure. Ryder Giles joining us, East Carolina, ready for uh, Duke. Uh, what, if anything, do you remember about that first meeting this year? Um. Uh, March the 1st. You got to go way back. Yeah, I remember we scored a lot of runs, but I think it was later in the game. Um, I mean, I remember Logish pitched uh, pitched amazing, and, um, you know, they... Their their offense is uh, is tricky. They can they can you know heat up and uh, hit a lot of balls out, but um, you know if you, you make you good pitches and you know like Logish did the first game and uh, um, you know kind of bounce around and and do a lot of different things and then just just not uh, you know stopping on offense keep it going well they're going to be fired up uh rider because they had two hits last time yeah. they faced east carolina logish as you mentioned go yeah. went four did not allow a hit and then turwilliger grows danny bill combining to strike out 15 duke batters and just two hits so and as zach and uh, cj said a moment ago they've noticed in past years that second meeting with duke always tougher than the first so absolutely absolutely yeah and um you know <laughs> 
we know they're going to want to come into our place and beat us at home. So uh, we got to, you know, we got to come out ready to go tomorrow night. And uh, pretty awesome that you'll finish the season eight straight home games before heading off to Clearwater. So no uh, flights, bus rides for a mm, while. That's a good thing. Yeah, right? very good thing, especially uh, getting back at two a.m. this morning. <clears throat> Oof. So yeah, yeah. Were well, you done with school stuff? Done with school. Yep. So that is, that is a plus. You're just a pro amateur baseball player at this point. Couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> All right. Speaking of flights and buses, let's get to our questions this oh, week. Oh boy. And uh, this was from Mike, <laughs> who snores the loudest during bus rides. Uh, the previous two players didn't have an answer for the bus ride, but uh, CJ said that Jake Hunter can really snore. Kept him up late. Wow. You got any answers for this one? Um, Lane Hoover can really get it going. Now, he's your roommate. He so is. He, can you hear him, like, in a whole other room? Uh, yes, oh, you wow. actually can. But, I mean, it's weird. He'll, like, fall asleep in the most awkward-looking positions, and, like, his neck will be, like, literally upside down, and he's making some ungodly noises. Like, I don't even know how a person of his size makes that noise. <laughs> but... I would. Uh, I'd probably go with Hoover. All right, there you go. Uh, would you? We got a lot of fight questions uh, in, and we have a lot of food questions. Uh, would you rather fight one gorilla-sized chicken or ten chicken-sized gorillas? One gorilla-sized. So a big old chicken. Uh, d- definitely the uh, ten chicken-sized gorillas. Okay. For sure, I gorillas can get really big and. Uh, Chickens you think you can handle... Yeah, the chicken would start... I think the chicken, that thing would... You know, those things pecking at you. That would be a powerful peck. They were worried. I think Zach said it would probably impel you. It probably would. it was would. that big, yeah. Yeah, it probably would. All right, uh, Ryder, if you were to give up baseball and join WWE, what would be your signature move? Wow, that is... Uh, how do you even come up with that question? That, would, that was from Rich. Rich is friends with... Uh, you have been a wwe fan at times right right it's do, been a while do you know do you remember any of the referees do you remember the one with blonde hair they called him little nate because he kind of looked like rick flair but he's like best buddies with that guy no way in fact we were doing a um a pregame show and they were listening together his name's charles <laughs> robinson wow and i was like holy crap little nate is a <laughs> pirate radio guy awesome yeah uh I, well what's your all-time favorite finisher or signature move the, the Rey Mysterio's. Oh, yeah, 619. Yeah. 619, right. yeah. Uh, Something you, similar to that. Were you the one that asked me last week about celebrity crushes? Yes. I got a new one. All right, let's see. So hear. between last week and today, I have binged uh, the entirety of Ted Lasso. Oh, have you seen a, that? I've seen I've seen the first couple episodes. Uh, but the girl in Ted Lasso, I'm a big fan of. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you uh, thought about my question. I did. Week. I was <laughs> like, "All right, I got one for Ryder." That is a great show. I was really. I got on really late to it. Yeah. But um, if you uh, if you want a feel good show, check yeah, out Ted Lasso. That is a good one. All right. What's your favorite late night munchie? Late night munchie, probably. Um, I'd probably go with pizza. Pizza's usually you can usually find pizza pretty late. Pretty consistent. Yeah. yeah okay. I go with pizza. Favorite uh, cookout milkshake flavor? I go chocolate M&M. Okay. All right. Is a banana sandwich made with mayo or peanut butter? Um, well, I hate mayonnaise, so I would say <laughs> peanut butter. Have you ever had a banana sandwich? No. Okay. It's funny <laughs> no. because 
he could tell uh cj mayhew's an old country boy like myself he was like oh mayonnaise oh, and then zach oh, said what you know what are y'all talking about yeah. so uh you're just not a fan of banana sandwiches at all well i mean i don't think i'd be opposed i just haven't i just haven't tried i mean i like i know that it's a thing like and if you did you'd go peanut butter i would go peanut butter yeah right. not mayonnaise for me oh, it's just, oh. all right uh that was from steve uh redbeard says does pineapple belong on a pizza speaking of pizza I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I I, I could go either way here yeah. because I do like a Hawaiian pizza with the ham, the bacon, and right. the pineapple. I'm okay with it. So here's here's my thing. If somebody gets it, then I'll eat it. But I'm not going to be the one to order that. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, if it's there, I'll, I'll probably grab a slice, but I'm not going to be the one to order. All right. So Fair enough. I could sit on the fence with that one. Tough one here from Mike P. Rank these buffets. Oh, so you got four four buffets here okay. to choose from. Okay. Which one are you going to first? Chinese breakfast, pizza, or traditional, to which he says is like Golden Corral. So Chinese breakfast, pizza, Golden Corral are the four options. Okay, I would say um, I would say breakfast, pizza, Chinese, and then Golden Corral would be the last. All right, breakfast first. You like you a breakfast for dinner guy? Sometimes, yes. Yeah. Not not a lot, but you know the occasional. Always a good call. Yeah, the occasional mix it in. Yeah, I love a a, ha- a breakfast casserole or a hash brown casserole. Yeah, Man. hash brown casserole is the way to go. And uh, Tony, back to food. Uh, what's your one food take that would get you roasted? Like, do you like something that others don't? Do you dislike something that's popular? I hate ketchup. Okay, so that one's that would probably be the. What do you put on your fries? Ranch. Oh, yeah. Ranch it up. Yeah. Okay. So that's probably my one. Everybody usually gives me a weird look when I tell them I don't like ketchup. So are you, um, my, the women in my life, my wife and daughter are very picky. I have to get them like plain hamburgers, plain cheeseburgers. Like when, if, when you order a cheeseburger, do you have to specify? Like no ketchup, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, I put some, I'll, I put a lot of stuff on it, but yeah, I don't. Okay. Do you like the ketchup or mustard or? I'm not. I don't like or... tomatoes, but I, I like ketchup. Do you like tomatoes? See, I don't. This is weird. Like, I don't like tomatoes, like sliced tomatoes. But I'll eat like salsa or okay marinara. Yeah, or like pico. Okay, you know, on a burrito or something. But I feel like I there's just... somebody listening that's analyze, like, can figure out a lot about you. Yeah. That's what you're saying right now. He probably thinks I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I don't, there's no right or wrong answers. This is what it is. Uh, thank you to uh, the folks out there for presenting uh, those questions. Yeah, those were good ones. Uh, Joe says, question for Ryder, is his dad still a commercial airline pilot? I was the first one to get him in the Pirate Club back when Ryder was a sophomore in high school. Wow. Yes, know. he is. He, uh, he flies for American, and he flies an Airbus. I uh yeah he he called me and gave me some uh some fatherly love for not knowing what airplane he flew. Oh yeah, that one episode I said I didn't know what airplane he flew. So what's so. his schedule like? Like how how many flights is he doing? Yeah, it's um so during the season it's it's kind of weird because he schedules it so far in advance to where he can be at most of the games. I oh, think nice. my my entire college career he's missed four games. Oh wow. So he does it so far in advance to where he doesn't work that much during the season. Um, last year when we didn't have midweek games, he would fly like Monday through Thursday, 
and then he would he would have Friday and the weekends off nice. to go. Um, but then when the season ends, he's he's gone a lot. It's like July to <laughs> January, he's he's flying quite. Yeah. A bit. Well, the next couple months after the season, he's he's working a lot, trying to make up time from you know being at baseball games and all that good stuff. So. That is a cool gig. Yeah, it's sweet. It's um, I mean, it's cool because we go on the road and um, you know we'll go out to eat after games and stuff and kind of see the 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 town and all that good stuff. So it's a lot of fun. What's uh, we'll update this. I'm probably asking the past, but have, can you update your away city power rankings for this year? Like, what's the best place you've been? Not that you get to like sightsee or anything, right? Um, New Orleans was cool just because I've never been there and it's you know like a I guess a bucket list place. Um, New Orleans was cool. Memphis was, I don't know, not, not a huge fan of Memphis. Um, Charleston's, Charleston's cool. Yeah. Um, I actually have a buddy that goes to the college of Charleston, so that was cool. We, his parents and my parents got a hotel room and, you know, we, uh, met up after a game and all that good stuff. Um, but I would say Charleston or Tulane was probably the, the coolest. I remember... I don't know if we were I was my girlfriend at the time if we were on a boat or some horse type thing where we went to rainbow road you yeah know that? So, yeah yeah and did all this the touristy things all the things you probably wanted to do yeah that, that was on my list <laughs> can we please do this before yes. we leave that, that sounds like you that was a lot of fun yeah. i don't know why that relationship didn't work <laughs> uh probably had something to be complaining the whole time we were in charleston all right uh rider keep up the good work man uh we will See you on the Diamond coming up Tuesday against Duke and then a big uh, series against USF. Uh, anything else? Any golfing going on? How, how's you shooting? You said you were going to play last week. I right? did play last week. Um, Hoover, Sailor, and I went out and played, and we didn't play bad. We shot about four or five under um, together. So um, not great, but – well, that's pretty good. But Yeah, that's um, really good, I would say. Yeah. If we, if we had Bryson, it would probably have been about ten under. Is he, is he good? He can hit it. A long I can see way. him he can driving. hit it a long yeah. ways, but um, maybe if you take his drive and go from there, you guys. Yeah, we used to make a pretty good team, Bryson yeah. and I. Good deal. Yeah. All right, Ryder. Thanks for hanging out, man. All right, man. Appreciate it. Bryson World joins us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Bryson, you're a football fan, a Panthers guy, and. Yep. Uh, a pirate guy, I'm assuming as well, and uh, great season last year, having a winning record for the first time in a long time, and uh, high expectations for ECU football this yeah. year. You fired up? Yeah, I'm fired up. I mean, I'm expecting them to carry over what they what they built on from last year and have an even more successful season this year. I was watching some highlights and thinking, like, after your eligibility's done with baseball, could you <laughs> could you have like a a fall where you could play safety for east carolina or something nah, nah, no football. you'd be pretty good out there i think uh sticking to baseball and man what a uh a weekend it was aac pitcher of the week cj mayhew going nine hitless innings and your bats were uh struggling to touch memphis's starter uh, have you ever been in a game like that before bryce no that's probably i talked with a few guys it's probably the strangest game that i think i've ever been in to have a guy go nine no hit innings and to still not get a win so that was that's pretty pretty crazy and then it continued on until the 13th finally east carolina breaking through with four and end up winning at four to one Memphis finished the game with just three hits mm-hmm. in the entire game and uh bryson you were saying that's the most at bats you've ever gotten in a game yeah <laughs> had seven at bats that game um normally you have to play like like we did you have to play extra innings to get that many at bats or score a ton of runs so 
What was uh, their guy doing? You, you said you had a couple to the track. You did get a hit in that game, but what uh, were the opposing pitchers doing in that game to uh, quiet the Pirate Bats? Yeah, I mean, their starter was really good. Um, he had a good record coming in, and we knew that. Um, but one thing he did, he, he didn't miss over the middle of the plate. Um, he located his fastball and his off-speed off the corner. He never really made a mistake to any of our hitters. I mean, he went eight, no hit innings, too. So he matched CJ um, inning for inning. And how much is that a thing for you? How much is that discussed that the pitchers, they're going to make a few mistakes during a game. It's your job to take advantage of yep, it. So yep. that's what you're up there kind of hoping for, looking for, right? Yeah, you're hoping to leave something over the middle of the play that you can you can drive out of the ballpark in the gaps. Uh, what was it like being on the uh, the opposite side of that, on, on CJ, uh, being out there in center field and being in the dugout during all those no-hit innings? Uh, what was that like? I mean, it was a quick game. I think we made it through nine innings in like two hours and ten minutes. So it felt like you were running out to the outfield and you were out there for about two or three minutes and then you're running back in. <laughs> But CJ was working fast. Um, he was getting the ball. He was throwing strikes and forcing contact. And uh, you guys had some chances to break through in that game before you finally did in the uh, the 13th. So Ben Newton gets that hit, and uh, that had to, to be a, a big monkey off the back for you guys, right? Yeah, it was. And Ben was awesome the whole weekend. Uh, I don't think he gets enough credit for how he catches and how he hits. I mean, he's done a lot for us this year, and uh, it's good to see uh, so you got that one Friday. You go ahead and put a run uh, on the board in the first inning Saturday to go ahead and break that seal. And uh, you get the win Saturday and then an explosion late on Sunday. So back-to-back sweeps, Bryson. What uh, I asked, you know, Ryder and the guy, has anything changed? And not really. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and you are Mr. Consistency, right? <laughs> so so what's, uh, what's going right for you guys, though, during this winning streak? Um, I think I mentioned it before a few times, but I think we're just playing to our ability. Um we're not trying to do too much at the plate or on the mound. I mean, we're just going out there, playing our brand of baseball, um, playing hard and getting after it, and the results are going to be what they are. There's a 24-hour rule in football that they always talk about. You win, you, you celebrate, you're, you're happy, and then you move on to the next opponent. In baseball, you're playing three games a weekend. Yep. You don't have time to celebrate yep. anything, really. So what what's it like uh, when you get together with the team Friday after a win, Saturday after a win? How quickly do you put it behind you and, and kind of look ahead to the next one? Um, you enjoy it for the rest of the night. I mean, we get home, we relax at the hotel, um, Somebody tells them stories from the game. Yeah, we enjoy it. Then next day, wake up and it's it's the next day. Um, you got to worry about the next game. Yeah, and they they come quick. You had a day off in the middle of the week last week, mm-hmm. uh, or no game. I shouldn't say yeah. a day off. Yeah. You guys seem to always be working. Uh, but back at it tomorrow against Duke. Now this is coming off a, a trip from Memphis, and we hadn't talked about it on the air yet, I believe. But you guys got in at what time? Uh, like one thirty last night. Yeah, so it uh, might still be a little groggy here right now. What did you have to do uh, today? Anything? Uh, yeah, we had a little uh, breakfast, lunch at 11 o'clock, and then we had a team lift right after, but that's pretty much all we had today. So a pretty light Monday, and uh, you'll yeah. get back at it coming up Tuesday at home against Duke, and that is the trend to wrap up the regular season, home games. And yeah. you got to like that, not get on a bus or a plane, right? Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, we were talking about it earlier. I think we've had two home series in conference so far, so it's going to be nice uh, playing from the home crowd, getting that home field advantage uh, into the last games of conference. And we, we talked about the uh, live RPI. East Carolina sitting at 37 right now. That number continues to climb, A, because you guys are winning, but B, your opponents that you've played earlier this year are having good years, and those road games help you out. And you said, Bryson, that this is uh, the most you remember playing on the road in your career, right? Yeah, I mean, we played a lot of games. Um, I know we traveled up to Virginia Tech, what you mentioned about teams we played. I think they're ranked like in the top five right now. So, yeah, we played some good teams this year. Um, had some adversity on the road, but it's all right. I mean, we're 
we're right where we want to be right now and we're um doing what we can yeah 14 and 4 uh really good record in the american two series left to go you got south florida and houston and then a couple of midweek uh, games sprinkled in there before you head off to clearwater uh for tournament time and i don't know do you split it into seasons like the non-conference the conference and then uh do you look at the conference tournament any differently bryce um, I think you kind of split up the non-conference and the conference a little bit, but going into the conference tournament is kind of just a continuation of, of the conference play, kind of. How much do you worry yourself about, are we in a good spot at large? Do we need to win the conference tournament? Does that stuff come through your brain? Do you talk about it with anybody? Um, not really. Yeah. I mean, we just know we got to go out there and play the best we can, and whatever happens, happens. How many uh, How many rings do you have? Uh, three. I have three rings. Regular season and conference tournament, or um, no? We got one my freshman year when we won the the conference tournament. Um, sophomore year from winning the winning the regional, yeah. Then last year from the regional. All right, there you go. So uh, time to add to that collection. Yep. Uh, this year for Pirate Baseball. Bryson World joining us. Duke, uh, man, the ECU pitching shut down Duke the last time you guys played. Just two hits for the Blue Devils, and you guys were able to tack on some late runs, win that game. But as uh, Zach said earlier in the show, Bryson, he said, uh, seems like the second meeting with Duke is always tougher than the first. So, you know, they'll be ready tomorrow. Yeah. Um, haven't really done much homework on them. I really don't know how they've been playing recently. But, yeah, they're going to come out. They're going to play their best game, and um, we're going to be ready to go. That's coming up on Tuesday at Clark LeClaire Stadium. It'll be South Florida coming up this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, East Carolina at home all week and next week. Uh, Bryson, we'll get to uh, the nonsense questions for the day. All right. Uh, I enjoy it. You guys seem to enjoy it as well. Um, Bryson, uh, we found out last week uh, you could beat up a lot of third graders. How about this? Would you rather fight one gorilla-sized chicken or ten chicken-sized gorillas? Um, I'm gonna have to go with ten chicken-sized gorillas. That seems to be the popular answer today. I mean, a, a big chicken—that's that's pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, run away from that thing. The beak, the the claws, the claws on the feet yeah. on the thing. Yeah, I do some damage to you. All right, uh, you've got the. You could potentially go into wrestling once your time as a, an athlete is done. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were to give up baseball and join WWE, what would be your signature move? Um. The 619 from Rey Mysterio. All right. Something like that. It's pretty cool. Popular answer. Work the ropes. That'd be fun. Uh, What is your late night munchie? Um, Probably any kind of chocolate bar. Okay. Favorite? have a favorite. Favorite cookout milkshake? Cookout milkshake. Um, Probably just plain chocolate. I'm not really too crazy on going nuts with different flavors. I'll probably just get plain chocolate. All right. Uh, Bryson, you're uh, Wilson area, right? Where do you call home? Uh, Sims. Sims. All right. So, is a banana sandwich made with mayo or peanut butter? I've always seen use peanut butter. Okay. I, I feel like mayo is kind of a strange combo. With, <laughs> I feel like that that just wouldn't taste right. <laughs> so I grew up having the banana with mayo, as did C.J. Mayhew. <laughs> is that so, a, is that a Western North Carolina thing? Or well, I'm I'm from Winterville. Yeah. From Winterville? So uh, I don't. Maybe it's just a country ass thing. I'm how, not sure. How, how's it taste? You know, as a, a child, I didn't mind it, but now that I think about it, there's a lot better combos. Yeah, I feel like it's a pretty strange combo. <laughs> Tell you what, go, try it sometime if you're desperate. Uh, but <laughs> but Bry- I have to be desperate. Bryson's going peanut butter. Uh, probably a better taste there. Uh, Mike asks, who snores the loudest during bus rides? Or uh, when you're rooming with a teammate on the road? 
Um, I've heard stories that J-Dub snores pretty loud and that Ben's had to throw like a water bottle or two at him in the middle of the night. <laughs> Is that, that fixes it? Uh, he said he either puts earplugs in or tries or try something to make him stop, but he, he gets pretty loud at night. That would be uh, Wilcoxon? Yeah, that, okay. yeah, Wilcoxon. All right. Uh, does pineapple belong on a pizza? For me, no. Okay. I've tried it before. It's not bad, but it's not my favorite topping. Not your go-to? No, well, what's your go-to. Uh, your go-to pizza I'm slice? Just plain pepperoni. Okay. I like, the, I like the cheese stuff crust as well. All right. Uh, this is a good one here from Mike. Rank these buffets. <laughs> oh. So Chinese okay. breakfast, pizza, and then like a Golden Corral. Put your uh, power rankings together. First, I want to go with Chinese. I mean, I can't turn down a good Chinese buffet. What um, are you going for there? The lo mein, rice. Going with rice, um, sesame chicken, some orange chicken. Pretty much anything they have, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll eat. Um, probably then traditional afterwards, a little golden corral action. <laughs> then breakfast, then pizza. Pizza last. Pizza right. last, yeah. 10-4. And uh, this is kind of a, an album, but what's your one food take that would get you roasted? Like, do you like something a lot of people don't? Do you dislike something that everybody likes? Like anything uh, out of the ordinary come to mind for you? Not really. I'm not really too strange of an eater i'm pretty pretty basic yeah pretty basic eater um i guess like every once in a while i'll have like steak with ketchup <laughs> that's funny because riders not, really, not pretty normal but yeah riders was he doesn't like ketchup on anything really which uh it's a pretty popular condiment so is that your go-to like no a1 no uh no i normally just have plain steak like, okay. I, don't, I normally don't use any seasoning but uh, <laughs> you or, are or a plain eater. Not not seasoning. I'll I'll season the steak. No condiment. But, yeah, no condiment. All right, ketchup on the steak. Bryson World. I'm not going to say anything to him about it. <laughs> uh, good stuff, Bryson. Uh, what's the so Tuesday game? What are uh, Wednesday Thursday like for you guys uh, between games? Uh, Wednesday will be a practice lift day. Um, pretty regular, um, kind of spring practice day, and then Thursday will be just a practice, kind of prepare ourselves for. Um, for ourselves for the weekend go over like a few bump plays few defensive plays and then get ready for friday all right and uh should be some good crowds excited to see the yep. pirates back home and back home for the rest of the regular season it'll be duke on tuesday usf and then next week campbell and houston to wrap up the regular season and i, I might ask you this last week does it is it a grind or does it feel like it's flown by because we're getting here close to the end it feels like it's flown by honestly um I kind of didn't realize until a couple of days ago that we only have two weekends left. And I was like, man, I mean, it's kind of gone by pretty quickly. Clearwater's basically two week, two or three week, two or three weeks away. So yeah. it's been flying by. But uh, you can extend this thing. Just yeah. keep on winning. That's right. And make it as long as possible. Bryson, appreciate you hanging out, man. Enjoy yeah, no it. No problem. Thank you. And that was another great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast with the ECU Players Lounge. We'll be back very soon with another episode. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store. You can also visit our website at PR927FM.com and follow us on social media at PR927FM to keep up with the latest news and information until next time have a great day everyone you've been listening to the pirate radio podcast an exclusive presentation of pirate radio the voice of the pirate nation